Welcome to Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. My name is Martin, and we got one of my favorite casters <laughs> slash ring announcer slash general manager. He's running the show, baby. He's one half of Hot E Spicy. Welcome back to Channel 14, Box Spice Estrada. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. I mean, uh, a lot of slashes there. Uh, I'm just, I, I honestly just call myself a just a professional fan of what I do. I mean, when I ring announce, I have the, I feel like I have the best view in the house. When I'm casting, I feel like I have the best seat in the house watching the best game. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for having the time. Like, because uh, the last time we talked, it was what? Um, interviewed. It was somewhere in Makati. It was. It was. Yeah. And uh, we, I was promoting uh, PWR versus. I could talk about that now because we weren't able to push through with that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> because- yeah, because um, the Nationals kicked in. So the, yes. the coaches, which is shout-outs to Dojin and uh, Jules, they got sponsored. So we had so much planned for that. We had Jules running as a heel and then, you know, messing up the team and all that. But he got sponsored, <laughs> so you got to keep a clean rep. So uh, And also, the, I mean, uh, 2019 was one of the busiest years for PWR. So, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, we just we were super busy. So uh, I don't know if that's ever going to resurface. Uh, hopefully, when the world goes back to normal, so we'll see, or the new normal at least. But yeah, going back to the nationals, it's been in between our last interview from Jobber Talk to here, mm-hmm. and that happened. And I had to ask, how did you juggle your time between casting for the nationals because you were part of that thing, and yes. joining PWR because there were like Sunday shows as well as well as Sunday. Yeah. That would explain why there were different ring announcers at some point at some point in in those shows. And I apologize uh for the guys that had to step up to the plate. I'm so sorry. Uh yeah, there's too much to mention. But shout outs to Brian Lumano. He's like a really that was I think in in November. (laughs) He's really good. So and he can do a really good Japanese ring announcer impression. Uh, MJ as well. Thank you so much for stepping up to the plate. It was also Red for stepping up to the plate and ring announcing at one point. Uh, yeah, so I just had to do a lot of coordination, a lot of uh, prioritizing as well, because the Nationals was just kicking in, so I wanted to be part of that. And PWR was already on the rise. It had a lot of momentum, but I could not miss homecoming, though. So I made sure to even skip a day of casting just so I could be at homecoming. Oh, yeah. And speaking of casting... How does it feel to be part of the Nationals? Because uh, your casting experience, like we've talked about this, like outside of the shows, uh, it, you, you're still new to this. And then, oh my God, yeah. the National mm-hmm. States, how big of a pressure jump was that from live announcing to a couple of hundred people to casting in front <laughs> of a nationally televised Tekken, you know, Tekken event to a, to you yeah. know, the Nationals? It, it, it was wild. Uh, I I did a lot of preparation. Uh, so shout outs to my co-casters, Hot E, Pika, and Boru. Uh, we did a lot of, uh, there were a lot of like Friday nights where we went to playbook and then we just practice casting. Uh, we talked about different ways on how we can improve our casting and also just studying the game. So it was it was pretty fun and I can't wait to do it again, to be honest. So there it is. All right. And uh, in between this time right now that we're interviewing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, quarantine hit like March and stuff. 
So I got to ask you, what video games have you been playing on since uh, March and since the lockdown started and, uh, and, and started yeah. again? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it was, it was tough because I used to make a regular habit going to Playbook to play some Tekken or other fighting games because the best place to play is look with casuals, with people that are there so you could talk about the game. So that was, I mean we had to social distance, we couldn't, they couldn't operate and the world had to stop, right? So, and unfortunately I wasn't able to build a rig yet or uh, what's that, our PS4, my brother started playing Apex a lot so I couldn't have time oh. to play Tekken or I couldn't even play online. So uh, surprisingly, I was able to save up with all the gigs I got with, through voiceovers and other stuff. I was able to buy a laptop. So I'm getting back on that horse of playing online Tekken now. But since March to now, I've been playing a lot of Switch, like my Ooh. Nintendo Switch. Uh, I should really get back to Octopath Traveler. I, I stopped midway. And I've been playing a lot of Identity 5. That's a mobile game. It's a four versus one asymmetrical horror game. So I casted that as well. So shout out to Articuno, who was able to get me for that. Uh, the Call of the Abyss. That's like the apex tournament of Identity 5. Okay, I got to ask you. How was it different to cast a fighting game compared to this uh, game called Identity 5? The pacing is a lot different compared to fighting games. I would compare fighting games to like <laughs> casting a wrestling match. I'm pretty sure we all do it in our heads sometimes. It, uh, I grew up playing fighting games with my brother. So it, it, luckily, it, like the, how they moved, and the, it didn't confuse me at all. But when it comes to Identity 5... It's it's different, but I try to bring in like certain flavors or certain storytelling devices to that medium because it's a fairly new game or in, in the esports industry. It's it's its third year in competitive play, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong there, if anyone's listening. But yeah, I'm relatively new there as well. So it's it's also a team based game, and I, I just love the the aspect of one hunter versus four survivors. So it gets pretty intense when uh, you have to coordinate when it comes to teamwork and rescuing and uh, it's at getting out of the compound. So if you guys haven't played Identity 5, please do. It's a fun game. So where can we find Identity 5? Is it on PC or mobile? Or, it's on uh, mobile, and oh. you can also play it on PC. Uh, the eSport is on mobile devices, so it works. Yeah, it works on pretty much any mobile device. It's a, I think it's around one to two gigs, so it's it's a pretty fun time. If if ever you do, please uh, add me up and let's play some Identity Five. Okay, okay. So aside from Octopath Travels on the Switch, have you tried this Traveler? Uh, a Traveler. Uh, have you tried this mm -hmm. very popular Switch game? Uh, called Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, actually, um, my brother has. I stuck to Stardew Valley because I'm I'm like Cali Nueva like that. I don't like mainstream stuff. <laughs> and also, uh, I heard from my brother because he played it for like two, three months, and he stopped playing it because he felt like it. It's not for everyone. It's it's really for those that want to express themselves and or like calm down. So I, I want to play to like bond with people and also like uh, implement strategies here. It's a very unwinding type of a game. So I, I play a lot of Stardew Valley if that's uh, that's my uh, Animal Crossings. Wait, Crossing. did, you, did you say Stardew Valley? Oh yeah, Stardew Valley. Uh, I've started to play that too, like since I got it's, my Steam back. Uh, it's really calming, right? Yes, but not as frequent anymore. Um, mm, thanks a lot, NBA fine. 2K. So who's your, uh, 
have you married someone yet? I have the item for marrying, but I don't feel like I'm ready to, you know, have a wife yet it's, in that game because I'm still in. The yeah, game. I'm. I'm only. I'm breaking into year two. I also have the the mermaid pendant, so uh -huh. it's between Leia and Abigail because Leia's cool. Like I was able to get her that art show, but Abigail, to be honest, if you keep courting her, her attitude totally changes from being a spoiled kid. Yeah. To actually loving the town. So I'm more for character growth, you know, long-term storytelling. You know, Martin, we're, we're wrestling guys. We yes. love this, the, the, the turns, right? The so face turn. Ab exactly. So I thought uh, maybe Abigail. Uh, and, she, and I looked at the rewards and she cooks you a lot of breakfast. So that's got to be good. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking oh, of wrestling stuff. Sorry, no, not, not Abigail. Sorry. Haley, my bad. Not, Abigail is the Ooh, girl with violet yeah, hair. So Haley. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, Haley. Actually, yeah, um, my friend talked about if you want character growth, get Haley because uh, Haley, yes. from an airhead, she turns into... Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think I'm but... dating her sister. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she's cool too. She's very artsy and she makes a lot of her clothes. Uh, but Abigail, I, I know that she's, she wants to be an explorer. And fun fact, Ooh, yeah. there's some dialogue if you talk to Abigail's mom that she kind of reveals to you that Pierre isn't Abigail's father. It's actually the wizard. Oh my God. It makes sense now because... The purple uh, hair, right? Yes, she wants to wield the swords. She wants to explore the caves. Exactly. And the wizard's like... Oh, yes, you must slay me, these demons, and I will give you this reward. And I will exactly. give you this uh, free thing. Oh, you have weird minerals. Yes, give them to me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So there you go. But yeah, Haley, oh my God. It, it was Haley. so weird. As she becomes her friend slowly, I, I understand that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, she starts to appreciate the town, and uh, she starts to donate her clothes. So it's it's a pretty. I mean, it's it's an endearing arc. For, so that's why maybe I'll go for her. Still well, thinking about it though. You're in year two, so you found out the dad of uh, who's that kid and the other kid, uh, Sam, uh, the blonde kid, and uh... yes, uh, the guy from the who came back home. The war. I bought him a beer. Yeah, yeah I gave him a beer. <laughs> so Wait. yeah. What what year are you? Year two. Are you in Year two? Still I think I'm still in I'm I'm ending spring already. So. Okay. Uh grab a lot of salmon berries. I think he likes that. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I just get him drunk every night at the at the bar. Oh yeah. I just keep buying him beer. That's what I do with Shane. He's oh no. Nice. drinking okay. a beer, but you still buy <laughs> him a beer. Just buy more beers, dude. Buy more beer. Oh, he's exactly. so exactly. And then he says, oh, I'm sorry for being a dick after a few times. Right? Yeah, he's just the most annoying. Aside from Haley at the start, like, he was a really annoying. He was an annoying person at the start. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when you, like, give him 10 hearts or something, oh, that character arc, like, redemption, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm all about that redemption. Uh, so for those who think Stardew Valley is just a cutesy farm simulator, it, it's pretty... It gets dark sometimes, but it gets light as well. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's it's actually I use it to escape from like all the negativity and all the negative news in the world. So, if you guys want like uh, yeah, just a form of escapism, just to breathe and live the farm life, I would really recommend you pick up Stardew Valley. Wait, so you're in year two. Uh, did you pick a fruit cave or a mushroom cave? I picked a mushroom cave. Oh yeah, I love the mushrooms, man. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, well, but thinking about it, maybe I should have got a fruit cave because I picked the 
I picked the farm that has a lake in it. So it's oh, really yeah. hard for me to plant stuff. But I love fishing, though. So, okay, so uh, you're good then. Yeah, okay. so it's all right. But uh, my girlfriend gives me a lot of flack because I don't, I don't, I don't organize stuff. And I just got her the game. So, and oh. she's so organized with everything. I, her farm looks like A++ tier. Like, even the trees are sorted. And my, me, I just plant wherever. Like, all right, this looks like a place to plant. And all my animals are, uh, they're fence-free. I don't put a fence up. It's just like, all right, just, just wander wherever you want to. Just come back home at 5 p.m. Yeah, like uh, put any truffle you want. And I like it when I got the pig. Like, oh, free truffle, one free truffle. Oh, another truffle. What the hell? <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't get the pigs yet, so, but... Uh, my girlfriend did tell me to, uh, yeah, just save up for a pig. So actually, that's also yes. been a, a bonding thing that uh, we had is Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, my friend also bonds with his girlfriend for Stardew mm -hmm. Valleys. But when she left, uh, like, not, not left, left, like, just left physically in the city because she, I don't know, somewhere outside his, their vicinity. Uh, he hasn't touched it yet until she has free time to Stardew Valley again with him. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's a good bonding thing. Uh, it's, she actually caught up to me. She's in year four now. Whoa, crazy, <laughs> oh right? She got really into it. So, yeah, yeah, I think that was a good purchase on my end to gift it to her. And yeah, this this is like a continuation from a job or talk interview because I was surprised. Like, wait, Potts is dating someone? Yes. <laughs> So if, oh yeah if you listen closely to who it was and which episode it was so hi i'm this mm -hmm. guest and uh, right yeah. now <laughs> has a shocked look in his face because he never knew Potts has a girlfriend oh thank hey, you yeah. why did you not <laughs> he forgot his questions Potts. <laughs> but but yeah uh, oh my god this like continue mm -hmm. this like a continuity thing for this episode yeah but you're you're not as shocked anymore so uh, yeah, well because so, you knew so yeah just yeah, time to marinate yes <laughs> but oh my god i'm just glad like video games like you know make a bonding experience for your significant others no oh, for sure to some like as you mentioned before a family like you and your mm -hmm. brother playing tekken yeah i have mm -hmm. that, those times too but yeah, I think the problem of me was the age gap and like it was the 90s and I was like mm -hmm. very young and I sucked at playing Mortal Kombat in the SNES. Ooh, okay. Because my brother is like four years older than me. I, I don't know. Because I feel like mm -hmm. me and my brother, like I'm just one or two years off from his generation because oh. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. When the PS okay. hit, like the only thing we played most of the time was not even fighting game it's just 2k or wrestling wow okay which is better because uh you teams know, you go you went tag no no like uh we beat each other up in different teams like he's dx i'm like austin or like uh, uh okay he's the bulls i'm the bulls <laughs> I'm the bulls. <laughs> he's the lakers i'm the bulls <laughs> okay like something like that so aside from uh you know stardew valley like Oh my god, I didn't know this. Uh, what other Steam games have you played recently? Recently, uh, another thing we started out in quarantine, me and my friends have been playing Jackbox. Ooh, the, okay. Yeah, if you guys don't know and you guys want had board game nights before this uh, quarantine situation, 
Yeah, you guys should buy some Jack, buy Jackbox Party Pack three and six. Actually, three and above are good. So it's basically like mini games that you can all like. You just have to share the same screen, and then you use your mobile devices as controllers. You could play games like uh, something like Cards Against Humanity. There's like a Ooh. werewolf game. Uh, there's also another one where you have to find the truth and the lie with someone's statement, or you have to match someone's statement to who the person is, like who did this, who did that. So it's a really fun uh, experience if you guys want to uh, have like a, a game night in quarantine. Well, that's cool. Like I miss Cards Against Humanity. Like mm-hmm. when you bring that heavy deck of Cards Against Humanity with your friends and you guys play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, there's still answer cards that I don't understand because I think it's too westernized or a bit. Yeah, this K-ized. one though, it, it, there's a game called Quiplash. That's mm-hmm. a, that's what I think you could play if if you're into Cards Against Humanity, you'd love Quiplash. So check that. That's one of the games in the Jack House Jackbox Party Pack. Jack House Jackbox Party Pack. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be interesting. And mm-hmm. you said wolf, uh, werewolf. Like you have to find out who's the werewolf for the next turn. The yeah, next turn. so it's it's a game called Push the Button. So it's very reminiscent of uh, like Star Trek. So you guys are in a ship, but one of you guys is an alien. And then you guys have to go through various... So it, it's a little like werewolf and Avalon because let's say I'm the captain and then I have to put two people into the testing room. So they have to, they have to, they'll be given a prompt on their phone to answer a question, draw something, but the alien's going to get something different. So you have to find out who the alien is. And what's crazy is that the aliens actually have hacking devices that can hack other people's phones to give them the wrong prompt. So yeah, it's pretty, but they can only hack a certain amount of time. So it, it, it really calls for a really fun time with friends. Okay. Oh my goodness. It it is going to be. Ah, that's gonna be an interesting thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of Mafia. Uh, there's a game similar to Werewolf called Mafia. Um, example: There's a group of five people, so at least two of them are the Mafia. Once the Don, once right. the Goon, mm-hmm. and every turn, uh, when night turn comes, they can elect to take off one of the three people. Oh, uh, so you gotta race against time before everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Find out who it is on day turn. So you have to vote them out. So if you lynch them and they're mm-hmm. quote unquote dead in game, you find out their card. But if the card turns out to be Towns person. Oh, and, then you uh, screwed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Is that a one night thing or is it multiple nights? Um, multiple nights. It's something I've been playing like in the early 2000s in message board. Because uh, there's this game called Extreme Warfare Revenge. It's like a wrestling simulator in the PC. Like, Whoa. Okay. Early 2000s. Uh, mm-hmm. I check out the message boards to get tips. And then I saw, oh, what's this? A gaming lounge. Oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're playing this game called Mafia. <laughs> mm. It's weird because the base game is like, there's Mafia, there's Townsfolk. The way to eliminate a townsfolk or a mafia person is by uh, voting by majority during the day phase, mm-hmm. lynching them, and to find out if it's mafia or not. And right. then the night phase, uh, vanilla mafia games would have at least one role has a protector. So, example, I'm a townsperson protector. I protect mm-hmm. your player. 
and it just so happens that the mafia put a hit on you that night. So oh. you won't get eliminated. I protected you. And uh, the next day is like, we, there's going to be a write-up that says Potts was going back from his uh, work, heading With- home. And then the mafia tried to hit him, but all of a sudden, another like car ramps. Oh, like so, that. so it's it's uh, it's online. Yeah, it's, it's not like because I'm thinking of board games because there are yeah. like mafia werewolves. So yeah, because I was thinking like, wow, that's gonna be pretty tough if there needs to be an arbiter. But I guess that's online, right? Yeah, it's easier online, and online uh, the mafia game gets crazy. Like since it's a wrestling game forum. Uh, some mafia games, you know, have WWF mafia. So oh, the bad nice. guy, the mafia team consisted of that time, Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. the Don. <laughs> ah. uh, the other mafia member, Triple H, because he's the son-in-law. Wink, wink, That's nudge, true. nudge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <And then> McMahon. <laughs> and then Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> so, That's so, dope. All right. And then when it's a multi-man mafia, like 20 to 30, like I think there was a DC, so there's a Batman, Superman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the mafia gets other powers as well. Like uh, aside from you know getting to kill someone at night, one of them can mm-hmm. swap identities at nights. Like saying, why would they swap identities? Because in the townsperson's uh, side, there will be someone who has a role to investigate who they are. So, example, Potts, you're a mafia guy. You switch mm-hmm. identities with me. So when it when you get investigated tonight by say player one, it turn it'll be like, oh, Potts is a townsperson. Mm-hmm. But you know you're mm-hmm. not. But you know. mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a chameleon turn. And and some mafia games actually have more than one assassin. So like a townsperson can be an assassin. But the problem is since he doesn't know who's who, he might kill his own mm-hmm. townsperson as well. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of debt to that. Debt. Yeah, yeah, to that. So like uh, the werewolf game and the board game is like the basic one, but if you translate it to a forum or a message board mm-hmm. or whatever or Facebook, all the possibilities and all the permutations because of the people who wants to join it. So pretty cool. Mm, nice. Yeah, hopefully those mafia games can get revived soon. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are online now, so I don't know. Maybe yes. there's a way for us to look at that. Yeah. Amen, amen. Uh, and speaking of uh, new games, uh, have you tried this Fall Guys thing? Apparently, it's free on PS Plus. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, okay, but I'm like, wait. The friends I want to play with are in the Philippines, and uh, that's a huge ass ping for me here. I might yeah. Get <laughs> Um, I haven't tried it yet, but it's all the rage now. So I'm maybe in a in a few weeks or maybe a month if people want to gift it to me. Great, but uh, I'm not in any hurry right now because uh, I got some casting duties coming up. So I got to focus uh, on those. Yes, work first. And mm-hmm. speaking of which, uh, care to tell us what this is? Uh, what casting duties are you heading into in the month of August and September? even though this well, is coming out in September. What <laughs> uh, I can say is uh, Tekken, because the Nationals, fingers crossed, by September is going to, uh, or in the coming months, uh, they said it's going to uh, push through. But again, no definite date yet. 
So we'll hopefully, uh, yeah, by the time this is uh, already being aired, uh, I'm already casting in the nationals because uh, it was the proposed calendar was supposed to be in August, but we had MECQ again and, you know, safety is paramount. So we're going to try to push for uh, in the upcoming months. So just keeping my sword sharp in terms of Tekken and also Identity 5. There are talks of some upcoming uh, tournaments uh, for Asia. So we'll... I'll keep you posted there or just follow me on Facebook or socials for me to, I can't say anything definite yet, but yeah, there are tournaments coming up. All right. Yeah. Since yeah, it's still too early as of this recording, cause it's still August here. It like is. You guys it are is listening to this episode by, I don't know, mid September. So by mm. then you'll hear it. You, you can see the links below. Well, when you get to this episode, but right. Yeah. Speaking of fighting games, um, have you tried uh, the Street Fighter thing? Because apparently, have you seen the new reveals? Like certain characters joining Street Fighter Five, uh, like a, like Akira from Rival Schools. Like some, yeah, that's like out I of saw the reveals. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's out of nowhere. Uh, I I would love Rival Schools. I'm a big Rival Schools uh, player, <laughs> but I just mashed though when I was growing up. Uh, it was a little lackluster seeing Dan though. No offense. I, I know that many get oh, yeah. a lot of flack, or a lot of Dan loyalists <laughs> out there. Would have been cool if we saw like Rolento or Hugo from uh, past games. But I'm I'm glad Akira's there. So I I want to see how she's gonna look with the SF5 yes. uh, art style. And are we going to get Super Akira or just like regular Akira? Like, is she going to have the helmet? Or, uh, oh, and this means uh, when in future Street Fighter titles, are we going to get more rival schools? I know. Right? Uh, characters. Like, I was very surprised that of all the rival schools character did get uh, Akira. But it kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. she can be the mysterious biker person with the uh, skull helmet on. And they wouldn't know oh, who yeah. the hell it is. Is Actually, I was super okay. bummed it wasn't Skullomania. So, <laughs> but Akira is a good second. <laughs> who's Skull? Who's that again? Skullomania. Skullomania is from EX Fighting Layer. Yeah, he's a. Ah, you should check him out. Skullomania, okay, okay. one of one of the best fighting game characters out there. Because for me, if you ask rival schools, I'd so wish I'd either get Kyosuke or Ryo, and you know they're brothers, right? Yeah. Oh One's wow. That's the glasses that's cool. guy, and the other is like the sam the silver hair samurai guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Man. Oh, sorry. Just uh, Skullomania first came out in Street Fighter EX. So, okay. Yeah, he's okay. one of my favorite uh, that characters, and uh, he's got a he's got a little circus, a little lucha in him. So his moves Ooh. are pretty good. Okay, now I get it. Oh, wrestling, man. Pro wrestling. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a wrestler. He's more like a trying hard to be a superhero. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but but he's got some gymnastic moves. Uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. okay. you'll you, once you Google him, you'll get it. Like, oh, that's Skullomania. All right, great. Man, I'm just excited to see if they got rival schools. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had an SNK character already in Street Fighter Five as a DLC, right? Because um, I'm not knowledgeable with this. Because the only thing I'm not I sure know, if an SNK uh, uh, Smash got Terry, so oh, yeah. I wasn't. I, I didn't play that much SNK growing up, so I'm not quite sure. They did. They put Cody in, but Cody's a Capcom guy. Yeah, Capcom guy. And uh, the only reason I know SNK is like when I had a Dreamcast, I bought SNK versus Capcom. Nice so, Capcom versus SNK. That's like, dope. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Marvel versus Capcom 2 and like, oh shit, this is harder. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty technical. Oh yeah. Um, it's not like the fun Cap Marvel versus Capcom thing, but I like mm. the animation and I got to be introduced by some guys like Athena, um, my that dude mm-hmm. who looks like Ryu but has that black jacket or something. And, and Iori? Yeah, Iori, I think. Oh, no. Iori. Okay. I think the redhead. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking black jacket. Yeah, yeah. Because this guy has... Oh, black vest. Oh, black vest. <laughs> black vest. Oh, my God. Oh, and I don't know that much SNK character. I know Rugal. I know Kyo. I know... Uh, yeah. Just so. Terry. Jeez, uh, oh, man. I did buy... Uh, Shout-outs to Tito Steve. Uh, Garo, Mark of the Wolves. Ooh. Pretty fun game, but it's a fr- I got it for the Switch, so I'm like... My Joy Cons are dead, like from all the emotion inputs I'm trying to do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to fighting games and the one we're familiar with, Tekken. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like going to the mold of Street Fighter. The season passes. Which Tekken character would you want back in a future DLC pack for Tekken Seven? Well, Season Four is coming soon. I don't know by the time this is gonna drop. I don't know if it's already out by then. But I would love to see Jun Kazama. Jun or Kunimitsu would be good. I mean, I I hope because I have a soft spot for this guy. He'll come back again from the dead. Oh, no. Wang Jinrei. (laughs) Oh, man. He could. I mean, I I, I thought uh, Beck would come back, but I think he already passed. I'm not sure, but the the torch was passed on to Huarang being the Taekwondo guy. Yeah, which is so, odd. I, I just found out from your episode in Chino Liao, he's also dead? What? Yeah, yeah. he's, oh, he's Tekken 6 dead. or 7? I'm not sure. I think 6. I should really study up on the lore, but that's what I heard. Again, if anyone's out there, just correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so I think, yeah, I think Ogre got him? I'm not quite sure. Oh, but I, we're going through the uh, Tekken 3 analogy that Ogre killed uh, these guys, like June. Um, well, I, I know. Michelle, uh, no, Michelle is still well, is, is alive. She just oh, got right. old, apparently. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Uh, but with, I don't know, because the last we saw of Beck and Wang was, I think, Tekken 6. But mm-hmm. Tekken Tag 2 isn't part of the lore. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. it's non canon. So I, maybe Azazel? I'm not quite sure. Uh, I, I think yeah, Wang maybe Azazel. Quote unquote, died when he was facing Azazel, which is like his best friend. Which is like the I death of Heihachi. Because so. <laughs> uh, yeah. his ending Man, is... fighting like game lore. F- they should really take a, take a page out of wrestling's book and really <laughs> like look at a good story. I mean, we always like... I, this is one of the things. It's so hard to write a story for fighting games because they always have to revolve around a tournament oh, yeah. or something big for people to fight each other. But what I tried to appreciate is that the, like how NetherRealm's doing it. Like they have little oh, yeah. interactions <laughs> before they fight. So that's where the story comes in. I it's mean, just I don't know yeah. in Tekken when come Tekken eight who's gonna be thrown into the volcano now because that seems to be the the trope of Tekken. It's either Kazuya yes. gets thrown into volcano, yeah, he gets thrown into get volcano. Whose turn? turn? Who's turn uh, is it? June was tossed into the cliff or something. Jin, Jin, Jin. I'm sorry, Jin. Yeah, Jin. Yeah, it's just a lot of t- the Mishima household is very. It's a it's a messed up family. It's like ah. Uh, you must be strong. Yes, 
father. Now go. I will toss you to this cliff. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, but in Tekken 7, they revealed that Heihachi knew that he had, like, the devil gene. So he was just trying to protect. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, it's really hard to keep up with uh, <laughs> the Tekken lore. But it's, I, I like how they're doing the storyline. And I think it's thanks to, to Tekken that Netherrealms is upping up on their story. Because oh, before, sure. in the 90s, they were like unrivaled. Like, yes, this is Mortal Kombat, the tournament. Shao Kahn was the emperor. And, you know, yeah, da, 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 da. Like, after you mm-hmm. finish the game. But when MK4 arrived, I was like, what the hell's this shit? <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. With oh, MK4, is that the one with the really bad voice acting? Yes, and then Deadly Alliance came, and then they had to kill off the main character, Liu Kang. Yeah, bold move. Bold move. And then Deception happened, which is like I think what got me back into the series because of the Deception conquest. was great. Yes. Yeah, Con- oh my God. Uh, again, I might be looking at it with rose colored glasses, but yeah. Yeah, actually you can make a good point. Like with Tekken, uh when I was playing with my brother, Tekken five, we just wanted to unlock all the endings of mm-hmm. all the characters to find out what would happen. Again, it's like we have to find out which one is the canon ending, right? Because not yes. everyone wins. <laughs> My favorite yeah. is Tekken's... Oh, yeah. When we mentioned Tekken Tag, I'm not sure if it's Tag or Six, but it's the ending of Wang. And they were, and he was like saying... We mentioned this earlier. And Azizu was saying, weren't you dead? Ah, uh, the story of my death was very hyped up. <laughs> oh, wow. Then, I, didn't, I didn't know that one. And mm-hmm. then this is the ending where everyone from Tekken D, quote-unquote, old guys... Of Tekken oh. was in a round table. So that's Azazel, that's Wang, mm-hmm. that's Lily's butler. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, and then soon enough. Sebastian? Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Sebastian. Because <laughs> Lily, Lily spoke English in Tekken 5. Then all of a sudden in Tekken 7, she's speaking French. Yeah. So it's like, oh, she learned French. She learned French. And then the fourth guy was Dr. Boskanovich. Ah. So you know what's up? Like near end, they were like making, they were saying, okay, we want to be immortal. How can we be immortal? Okay, uh, I have spare parts of Alicia. Here, mm-hmm. you can be Alicia Azazel. You can be Alicia Wang. You can be. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guys who entered the room was like Ganryu and Baek. And Ganryu mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, count me in. And Baek was like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> Just walks away. <laughs> Yeah, the the endings were kind of wild. Like some were joke endings, some were serious. So it it was it depends on the character. Oh, yeah. So I really hope like the next season pass will have those guys. But we you know props to Tekken and, and MK and like you know uh, Street Fighter for going outside of their brand. Like in just Tekken alone, you got Final Fantasy. You got mm-hmm. that guy G- Geese, Geese, whoever. Geese, yeah, he's an SNK character. Yeah, uh, that guy. Um, and, and Street Fighter, you got yeah, Rival Schools. You got uh, Streets of Rage or something. And uh, MK, you got Teenage Mutant Freaking Ninja Turtles. You got Alien Turtles. That was an injustice. <laughs> uh, I think that teen, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles is in, injustice. Yeah, yeah that's that injustice. Um, but you got Spawn. You got Joker. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Terminator. Uh, yeah, you got Jason. You got mm-hmm. Spawn. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Spawn. That, that's going to be awesome. Unless he already got released, and I have no idea. Yeah, he already got released. 
Yeah, see, I haven't touched MK since Armageddon. And that's like after Deception. Because I'm always yeah. in Conquest mode. Ah, okay. Well, they have a new mode, Crypt. Uh, the Crypt mode, I think you'd like that one. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it, it's been there too. Like The Crypt mode is basically MK Collections mode. The, the endings and the unlock things through tokens. Um, this one is you actually have to venture into a crypt. Oh, a literal crypt, not just like a literal. Yeah, oh, it's it's it? yeah. So, so it's a it's a top down view, and then he you have to avoid traps and all that. So okay, pretty interactive way to get extra content from the MK team. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I really need to get it. Maybe when it's on sale, then it's on sale. Okay, Martin, are you getting it? Um, no, because. My laptop sucks. <laughs> I think the only way I'm getting it is like through PSN sale, uh, through my PS4. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. But you mentioned Injustice. How mm-hmm. far do you think we have until the third Injustice? With all the Snyder cuts, with all the hype of The Flash, getting Batman, two Batman, by the way, Affleck and Keaton. Well, I'm not quite sh- We might be kind of close, but they're still making a killing with MK11. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure with the lifespan of NetherRealm games, but I think they already... Re- I'm not sure, again, if they released their last DLC because I've been more updated with MK11, and the Injustice scene isn't as big as the MK... The MK scene here in the Philippines is super strong now, thanks to certain key players. Uh-huh. So, uh, seeing an Injustice uh, 3 would be would be pretty good. I don't know if it's going to be next year, though. I have a feeling oh, yeah. <laughs> MK still has another season coming up. Like, they still have... Especially now that uh, the tournaments kind of got cancelled, they really can make a killing uh, with their... Uh, with uh, probably more events once everything's died down. All right. Um, Pots, have you been an RPG guy before or not really? Have you played Suikoden 2 or other Suikoden games? Oh, man. You know, I I feel so bad. I didn't grow up playing that much RPGs. I heard a lot from my friends about Suikoden, Final Fantasy and all that. Um, But yeah, I haven't played them. That's all right. Uh, For me, it's like that's the only RPG series I actually played because most of the time it would be NBA and wrestling games. Uh, I did try to play Chrono Trigger Whoa, in an emulator. Old school, yeah, it's, it's OG, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't even tried that. Um, I just stuck to one RPG uh, series. Uh, I tried mm-hmm. one or two Final Fantasy. I think the only Final Fantasy I got to finish was nine. Have you tried? Dude, I'll give you a tip right now. I think if you're an RPG guy, you can't go wrong with Octopath Traveler. When that goes okay. on sale, try to get it because it's not as heavy. Mm-hmm. And the art style is pretty unique. So it could go for PS4, and it, you can also get it on Steam. I think All you'd really right. enjoy that. All right, I'll keep that in mind. That said, Potts, thank you so much for this interview. Thanks, man. Like, mm-hmm. But right now, Potts, where can they find you online? Well, you can find me at underscore Potch Spice on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Potch Spice. Um, yeah, I try streaming there and post content there. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to get a Twitch going on soon. So maybe you guys can come through once that happens. Actually, that's like, a, that's like me telling myself to make a Twitch already. So I have to make sure it's up by the time this podcast airs. Do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
On behalf of Potch, this is Martin. Thank you again for checking out this episode. We'll see you again next time. Peace. Peace.